Good morning, everybody. Happy y'all brave the cold this morning. Good morning, everybody online. If y'all would stand up as we get started, we're going to pray and we're going to get into worship. And Lord, I thank you so much for this day. Lord, I thank you for bringing us all together, Lord. I thank you for what you're doing in this body of people, Lord, in this place, Lord. I pray that you would be glorified here today, Lord. I pray that we would focus on you, Lord, give worship back to you, Lord. It's all about you. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done in our lives, Lord, and everything you're going to do. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Joy I own. 
brokenness and pain is all I know oh, I won't be shaken oh, I won't be shaken Cause my fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love My fear doesn't stand a chance when I
My whole life is yours. We pray, God. Surrender all. Surrender to your name, Jesus. And forever I will pray. Have your way. Have your way. Sing. Have your Spirit, we pray. We welcome you and acknowledge that you are here with us. You are here in us. Whether we're here in this building, whether we are watching online, even for those who can't do either today, you are here. And we pray, Lord, that you would have your way in our lives the life you have given us, God, that we would give it back willingly. God, that your spirit would make us more and more and more like Jesus who gave his life willingly to you for us. We love you, God. We worship and praise you today. We invite you in. Have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Thank you very much. You may be seated if you wish welcome to you we are glad that you are here worshiping with us today whether or not you are here in person or online those of you who are here i'm not sure if you're aware uh, the weather service has a sliding scale and for texas in paris this is considered blizzard conditions that you that you brave today so kudos to you kudos to you uh, for being here today we are thankful you are here if you're visiting with us, uh, we'd like to especially welcome you today. There is a gift that we would like to give to you that is on a table uh, here near these side doors in the back of the auditorium. Just something we'd like to give to you just for being here today and a card to fill out if you would like more information or just an opportunity for us to connect with you if you would like it uh, and just say hello and thanks for being here today. Uh, we are glad that you are here. All of you are here. They're welcome uh, there are new here cards on the back of the chairs in front of you. That's the way you can fill that out as well. Our ushers are going to come forward uh, as we continue our worship with giving. Again, if you are here with us, this is something we do as part of our worship each Sunday. If you are a guest today, it's not something that's at all expected of you. Um, it's just a way that we continue to worship uh, and let God have his way in our lives. There are serve here cards as well. You guys can go. Uh, that you can fill out if you're interested in getting plugged more in. We're going to have some announcements on a video in just a minute to let you know about some things that are going on before our message starts. But just thank you for being here to worship. Thank you for being here to communicate and be friends and say hello and greet one another. Hope you've done that already and you'll do it again before the service ends. It is good to be together in the house of the Lord. We love you guys. Thanks for being here. Let's hear some messages and then we'll hear from the Lord. Thank you. What's up, CF Pierce? I'm so excited that you joined us today. Welcome to church. We have just a couple of announcements for you. First off, CF Communities is back. All you need to do is go online and you can look through all the communities and you can sign up for the one you want. Talking about online, we have something very new. We have a church app. All you have to do is get go online, get the app. It's the little CF Pierce. So all you gotta do is search CF Pierce, download the app, then you can get on and we have all of our information now on the app. You even can scroll down and find CF Communities, click on CF Communities and then sign up. It will take you to the form where you can sign up to be a part of a community. All of the information is there. You can get your check your kids in early. You can find out what the current event is. You can get engaged with what's going on in church. You can even do your giving through the app. So go check it out, go, go search through the app, find all the cool things we've got going on there, download it, download it today. And thank you for being here, we're so excited. Pastor Corey, coming up right now. Whew. 
Come on, help me. <laughs> oh, look, one of the things that you get when the weather is cold is people that stay home and watch online. Um, everybody here in person does not like those people right now. So if you're tuning in online, well, know that you're loved. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Look, guys, it's very easy on a day like today. It gets, we, we kind of come in and we're cold, we're comfy. We, but I, I, I'm going to need a little help. We can get quiet when it's cold. And if it's too cold and, and then I get quiet, then my message, I feel like I'm just saying, and then God said that he loves you. And I don't, <laughs> there we go. Um, so, look, y'all are going to have to help me out a little bit today. I, uh, I'm, we're in week three of, of a series we've called, uh, oh, well, it's not, is it, is it not working or is that, is that me? Ah, right, it was me, probably. Um, let's see if we can get this working right. All right, so we're in week three of, of our More Than This series. And I, again, from the very beginning, I think the initial response when we hear something like More Than This is, is that feeling that we all have. There's got to be more than this. Like, this can't be what life is all about. This can't be what everything that I've put in is surmounting to. But the truth is, there is more than this, and, and, and rather than a question of, is there more than this in life, we need to be able, resting in God's word, to walk in the confidence daily that he's given us more than this. More than what I see in the natural, more than what's going on around me, more than what I know, I know the word of God is real. It's alive, it's a two-edged sword, it pierces. So then I know that it changes my life. I know because of who he is, who I am. Because of who he is and what he said in the word, I can now walk confidently every day knowing there's more than this. It's not just a question. I know, and I'm walking in it daily. Do I falter? Do I fail? Every day. And yet every day, it's a choice, it's a decision, it's a God, I, I, I'm messing this up, but I'm coming before you, I'm repenting, I'm acknowledging, and God, I'm getting back on track, let's go. I know there's more than this. Have you ever looked at somebody, somebody you know, maybe you, you just see them, whether it be uh, online or television or, or even locally, you see somebody, and, and whatever area of life that you recognize them in, they've just got it together. Like they are at the epitome of whatever it is they're doing. And you wonder, how'd, how'd they do that? Like how'd they get there? And our first, our first usual reaction is, man, I bet, you they were, I bet you they were lucky. Born into the right family, born into the perfect situation. They were, came up with the right idea at the right time. Whatever it was, they, they just, they were lucky. They're successful in business. They're, they're really healthy. They're, they're in great shape. They, they have a great message. They, they, they have an incredible passion for God. In whatever area of life, you look at them and they, they are very good at this area. Successful. How'd they do that? Look, uh, yes, it, it's true. Some people have been given more. But in most cases... When people are really successful in any area of life, they're not just lucky, but more so, they're consistent over time. Consistent over time. In other words, successful people do consistently what others only do occasionally. Successful people do continually what other people only do occasionally. You see... I think about it, like, like nobody has ever, nobody's ever accidentally paid off debt. Like, you, you know, you're, you're making the monthly minimums, you've got, you've got 100,000 in college loan debts, you've got, you know, 50,000 in credit card debts, and, and you've just, and, and you go to buy your boat, because obviously you need to have, you need to have more and so you go to buy a boat, and you're like, well, I just made the monthly payment last week, and, and they told me that all my debts are clear. Like, I've, I've paid it off. Isn't that awesome? So I'm buying a boat because I need more. 
right? No. <laughs> Nobody's ever accidentally just paid off debt. What is it? It's, it's consistent, hard work trying to achieve a goal. Consistency, right? It, it, it doesn't happen accidentally. It happens intentionally, consistency over time. Uh, take marriage. Nobody has ever said, man, I don't ever do a thing for my spouse, and my marriage is the best. No. <laughs> right? right? In fact, if you talk to a marriage that has lasted, you're going to find out that they've both had to put work in. They've worked hard, prioritizing a marriage, acknowledging when they got it wrong, being intentional to repent before God and the spouse. Working to put Jesus first. There's intentionality. There's consistency over time. No, nobody's ever accidentally gotten close to God. It's not like you were just sinning one day, you know, going along with your stuff. Boom, what's up? And then God just showed up and now he's walking along with you. Like he still, he acknowledges what you're doing, but you're both just good with it. And you just keep on sinning. But now you and God are like, oh, we're best mates. What? No. But again, the recognition, that moment when, when Christ comes before us and, and says, look, I, I came here for you. There's that moment. And then in that moment, there's that recognition of, of a love that's so great that, that you just can't help but want to pursue him more. And then in pursuing him more, you're what? You're dying to yourself daily. Seeking God daily, trying to get to know him through his word, hearing his voice. It's a, it's a process. It's, a, it's something you have to put effort into. It's more than this. Today, what I want to do is I, I want to title uh, today's message, Don't Give Up. Um, because I, I, as we've been talking over these, over these last few weeks, uh, we, we joke about we joke about uh, New Year's resolutions. By the second week of February, 80, 87% uh, of people have dropped them. We, we joke about that, but, but more so, I think, for each and every one of us in life, there's areas where, where we've struggled. We've tried. We've, we've looked at this area and this, this thing, whatever it is for you, spiritually, physically, whatever it is, it's, it's something that you've, you've tried in your effort to just get through, to get past, and you cry out. You're like, God, why isn't this changing? We talked last week of the differences between trying and training. Just that simple mindset. But this week, guys, what I, what I want to do is, is I want to encourage you to give up. Or don't. <laughs> and you can't erase that off live video either. Golly. I want to encourage you to not give up. Because it is easy to give up is what I meant to say. It's easy to give up. Uh, the world wants you to give up. The world sits there and acknowledges around you, man, you should just give up. What's the point in trying you're always going to be like this. Why, why, do you, why do you honestly think you can change? But guys, the life you want, whatever it is, in your finances, your friendships, the ministry, the, the gift, the calling that God has on your life, whether it's in, in children, in business, with your kids, with your family, it's, look, it's never, ever going to be the result of just a few lucky decisions. But always, always, always the result of, of countless, consistent, everyday, seemingly small decisions. Over time. Every day. It, it, it's the small things that no one sees that lead to the big results that everybody wants. The problem is... When you continually do the small right things or, or you, you choose to not do the, 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 the small wrong things and you, you do that and you do that and you do that, what ends up happening is, is you don't see a lot of immediate life change. And when we don't see change, we end up, we end up giving up. We get frustrated. We, get, we feel like quitting. We get frustrated with the whole process. And that's why I want to come here and encourage you today and say don't give up. 
It's easy to give up. I want to read a passage out of uh, Galatians. This is Paul writing. And in Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 through 9, this is going to be the, uh, the focus of our whole message here today. And if you have your Bibles, pull them out. If you don't, if you've got an electronic, there's a Bible right there. You can still pull it out. If I'm going to encourage you that there's more to this in life Every week, it's going to come by starting to just acknowledge that you're going to need God's word. So, here it is, Galatians 6, 7 through 9, Paul says this, do not be deceived. Now, now the word in the Greek, the word that, uh, that Paul writes here in the Greek, it, it, means, it, means, it means like don't be led astray. Um, honestly... You could, like, it, it could mean don't be stupid. Don't, don't, don't be gullible. Don't be an idiot. Don't be stupid. Just, like, don't, don't be led astray. Don't be that naive. And then he says, God cannot be mocked. Now, the, the word mocked there that, that he uses, it, it literally means like to, to sneer or to snub, to, to, to ignore is another way to put it. So Paul is saying, look, don't be stupid. God cannot be ignored. And then, and then he gives us a law. Now, the... <laughs> A law means it's always true. There's, there's different types of laws. When I say, and I don't, there's probably like a proper word for this, and my English does not know it. But there's, there's law, like the speed limit, and most of y'all break that. I'm not talking about that kind of law. I'm talking about law, like the law of gravity. It's a law that is always right. It's just, it is what it is. If I step off, if I take one more step, which way am I going? <laughs> Wouldn't it be really cool if I took a step and just whoop? Like, went up, went up. If I went up. But it's never going to happen. Why? Because of the law of, hey, you know it. It's always true. So Paul, he gives us this law. A man reaps what he sows. Or simply, we will harvest whatever it is we plant. Paul gives the law. He says, a man reaps what he sows, and whoever sows to please their flesh... Again, flesh is just the, the fleshly, the, the sinful nature. Whoever does what's ungodly, whoever does what's sinful, you're going to get bad results. But then he says, whoever sows to please the Spirit, whoever does what honors God from the Spirit will reap eternal life. And then he says, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, We'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. If we don't give up. Today what I want to do is, is I want to I break down what I'm calling the, uh, the three laws of sowing and reaping. These are the three laws of sowing and reaping. So again, it's a law. Every time, every time, the three laws of sowing and reaping. All right, the first law, law number five. First law, law number one, slide number five. Man, you know what's terrible is like I read through this and I tell myself, you're going to do that. Don't ever do that. That would be ridiculous if you did that. And I, yeah, that's, I did that. I have slide five there. All right, let's do this. The, thank you. <laughs> Look, the first law, you reap what you sow. We all know this. Every time you put one type of seed in the ground, what are you going to do? You're going to get a harvest that corresponds with that particular type of seed. Every time you put a seed in the ground, you get that type of fruit, that type of tree, that type of plant, that type. Makes sense. Right? I mean, that's, it's, just, it's logical. It is. We know it true. Okay, well then... If it's true, then we could also say, if in our every day, if we're planting bad seed, whatever area that is, if we're planting bad seed, then we know we're going to get a harvest of destruction. 
but if we plant godly seeds, if we're, if we're doing godly habits consistently over time, then we're going to see a godly result. I mean, it just, it makes sense. There's a passage in, uh, in Hosea, and the prophet is speaking, and he says this clearly, saying, but if you, or no, he says, but you have planted wickedness. This is what you've done. You've planted wickedness. In other words, you've sinned, and because of what you've planted, you have reaped evil. We, we know this law. In any area of your life, when you, when you do the wrong thing, why would you ever expect to reap a good thing? I, I mean, logically, take your job. If you come in every day half-hearted, don't really care, show up late, do you expect a raise But are you going to get it? No. Probably not. Why would you expect to get promoted if you're not even promoting yourself? Take your health. Right? If, if we set around new year, new me, I'm getting fit. I'm going to make some awesome changes. I'm going to start eating Twinkies every day. Doritos, maybe a couple bags, lay around on the couch a little bit more than I have been. And at the end of it, I'm expecting to shed this thing. It's going to be pretty amazing. No, we don't, we don't think that because we know it's not true. You reap what you sow. Here's a thought. If we know it's true, if we know you reap what we sow, if you don't like what it is you're reaping, well, why don't you change what you're sowing? <laughs> if you don't like the harvest, change the seed. Ta-da. I uh, normally at, at the end of my messages, I, I'll I'll ask a, a question or, or I'll try and you know inspire you to 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 reflect inwardly, and I, I do that at the end after you've you've heard this great deep message. But what I want to do today is I want to take that question. And I want to submit it right here at the front. Because I, I do. I, I really feel like the Spirit is just going to work in your hearts today. Tuning in online today. He's got, man, I promise you, God can do things in your life. In those areas where you thought, same thing as before. Those areas where you thought, man, here it is. I'm setting myself up to fail again. God wants something new. He wants more than this for you. The question is whether or not. You're going to continue to plant what it is you've been sowing or maybe change the seed. So here's my question for you. I, I, I want to ask each and every one of you today to, to just look, look at one area in your life. Reflect on one area in your life where you, you know you need a different type of seed. A, a different area where you, or an area where you know you need to be consistent. It could be prayer, it could be time in God's word, it could be generosity, it could just be your attitude, it could be your godly attitude. It might be forgiveness for some of you, or for others it, it might even be acceptance. For some of you, yeah, it's going to be saving money, chipping away at debt. There's this, the gamut is wide open on this. But what I'm asking of you is, is right now, today, Man, let's go before God with one area. One area that we want to seek a different harvest. And ask yourself, what type of seed do you need to plant? And then, and then what I'm hoping by the end of this message is that we do just that. Walk out of here planting the right type of seeds. Believing that God will bring about the right type of harvest. Look, if you don't like what it is that you're reaping, change what it is you're sowing. You reap what you sow. The second law is that you will always reap more than you sow. You reap more than you sow. Again, it's just logical. We know this. In Mark 4, Jesus talked about a, a parable of a farmer. The farmer goes out and he sows seeds, some on rocky ground, some on, uh, on, on these uh, four different types of ground. 
And, and scripture talks about in verse 20, Jesus comes out and he says, the seed that fell on good soil, it represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest. Again, remember, from one seed of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as had been planted. We know this. Anytime you plant one seed, you grow an entire tree. Right? And an entire tree then produces more fruit with more seed to continually bring about exponential harvest. We see this in our lives. It's not just in, in nature. It's not just naturally around us. We, we see this in our lives, in our relationships, in our disciplines every day. Look, simply walk into a room, walk into any room, and smile. Yep, you're going to get some people that smile back at you. You're going to get some people that kind of cock an eye at you, like, well, what, are you, what are you doing? But they'll probably smile back too when they realize you're just happy. Now, now walk into that same room and act like the jackmacker that you are. If you don't know what a jackmacker is, replace whatever word you hear in your head when you hear jackmacker, and that's probably right. What's going to happen? You walk into the room and act like that, then the room turns around and acts like that to you. You always reap more than you sow. Think about in, in, in marriage. I like marriage is a great example. You treat your wife. If you love her, you honor her, you cherish her, you serve her, bless her as she deserves to be. What? Happy wife? Happy life. Now, 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 <laughs> give her a hard time. Kind of treat her with ill regard and disrespect. What happens? <laughs> you're, you're sleeping on the couch to start. All right, it compounds. You reap what you sow, you also always reap more than you sow. And then the third one is that you reap after you sow. You reap in a different season. Do I have that up there? There we go. You always reap after you sow. And this, this, is, this is what's not easy about any of this, because, because you plant in one season. But, but then, then you have to cultivate, you have to work, you have to, you have to wait for another season. And that's why we get discouraged. That's why we give up, because, because we try, we, we try, we try, and we try, and then, and then it doesn't happen in the time frame that we need it to happen in. And we give up, we get discouraged. I, I, I prayed, Corey, I tried for a little while, but, but then it just, it's not for me. God, you know, I'm, I'm just always going to be this way. This is who I am. This is how things are. And we wrongly conclude that small decisions don't matter that much. But guys, it's, it's the small, those smart, consistent choices every day over time that equals this, this radical compounding effect and this, this massive difference in our lives. When we do the small right things consistently over time, planting the right type of seed in the right type of soil the right time of year, God sends a rain and then all of a sudden produces the harvest unlike anything that we could even begin to imagine. Scripture's clear on it time and time again. And yet, what do we end up falling back into? This, this effort of our own to try. I heard a, I heard a great illustration. Um, and it, it, this pastor was talking and, and he shared this story about there's three guys. And he said, and these three guys, let's just assume they're, they're all middle-aged from the same neighborhood. They kind of all have the same job, same lifestyle, same dad bod. I mean, they just like, each one of them's carrying a couple extra Twinkies in, in that permanent fanny pack up front. 
life is just, it is what it is. It's the job is just kind of, we're making it, we're day to day, you know, kind of just build a bill. And we're making it though. Everybody the same. The first guy doesn't, doesn't do any change in his life, lives the same, does the same. I mean, he, he, he complains. It bugs him that he's check paycheck to paycheck to paycheck to paycheck. But, but at the same time, he doesn't really do anything about it. Nothing really different. The second guy, he, he makes small changes daily. Right, he starts off reading the word of God every day and, and then going through a, a Bible plan with friends. He's spending a little more time in prayer. And, and, and it's these little things that they're not a big deal, but, but it's a deal. And, and then simply he cuts 160 calories a day, a soda. 160 calories, walks three times a week. I mean, minimal, just kind of really small, consistent, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. I'm going to do this. Makes those changes. The third guy, j- just the opposite, right? Picks up some bad habits. Uh, you know, it's, I, I've got a Bible, but I don't really know where it's at. I mean, I, I could pull it up on my phone, but every time I get on my phone, there's obviously there's a lot of other really important stuff that draws my attention. And so this third guy just kind of, he, he slips away from doing any of that, really. Less time with God. You know, he doesn't prioritize his relationship. So this guy does just the opposite of, again, of guy number two and just adds simply 160 calories a day, an extra can of soda. Oh, I love me some Coca-Cola. And look, and I'm saying that purposefully in case they're listening, they can sponsor me right here, right now. I will take it. It's not, good. It's not happening. Come on, people. <laughs> but look, I love it. Right? And so this guy, he just adds one more Coke a day, 160 calories, a little bit more, you know, just, just a little bit of snack, lays around a little bit more, just kind of, mm, just kind of gets comfortable. And, and then just kind of says, well, I don't want to get up and do anything. I want to lay here on the couch and, and, and watch my phone, play on video games, whatever. Doesn't prioritize the relationships in his life. Now, in two months, in two months, how much of a difference is there between these three guys? It's actually, it's actually not much at all. Like, you couldn't see a difference. And maybe you'd start to see a little something here, a little something there, but, but not, you wouldn't see much. And that's the frustrating part. But now, give it two years. Give it two years and what's happened? The first guy, the, is there any change in our first guy? He hasn't done anything different. He's just maintained the same no There's nothing different, and sadly, a lot of us, a lot of us two years from now are still going to be worried about the very same things that we're worried about today, battling the same sins that we're battling today, struggling with the same addictions we're struggling with today, trying, 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 and then just continually failing, failing, and failing, staying the same. The second guy, (laughs) check this out, the second guy. The second guy, over a period of two years, he will have, he will have eaten 117,500 less calories than he would have before. That little bit of exercise that he's doing now, it, it will have resulted in, in a weight drop of just over 30 pounds. Right? He's, he's kind of feeling a little bit svelte. Right? A little moxie. He's feeling good. He's feeling fit. He's looking, he's feeling better, right? And that's just the beginning because, again, remember, he's now made consistent small decisions spiritually as well. So now, now he's, his time in the word of God has grown. It's strengthened his relationship. Now his faith has grown so much more, and, and now his belief in what God can do is just grounded in God's word, strengthening his relationship with God. He's grown as a leader, Right? He's grown as a leader. He's now leading a, a life group, a small group at church. He's, he's got a group of guys, a discipleship group that he's these DNAs that he's, he's keeping close and they're, they're responding, they're talking to each other, they're going back and forth. And, and because of it, 
His boss has noticed a change. He's, he's grown in his leadership, giving him a promotion. What? The second guy, not only has he gotten a promotion, but he got home and told his wife. And because he's been doing all these things for her too and all this now, happy wife, happy life. She's excited. Right? Their relationship is great. And then guy number three. So 117,500 more calories, one extra Coke a day. He's, he's now 30, 35 pounds heavier. Wondering how this happened. He's still just laying around all day. His wife's left him. He's given up on society. He's playing video games now. That's all he does. I'm not saying that if you give up a Coke a day, your life will be much better. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there's a difference in small, consistent choices daily. It's not what we do occasionally that makes the difference. It's what we do consistently. Guys, like if, if, if you don't like what you're reaping... We're going to have to change what we're sowing. What area of your life are you going to be more consistent in? That's why, that's why Paul said, let us not become weary in doing good for in due season. At the proper time. When, when the time is right, when, when God has watered it, when God has caused the sun to shine on it. Then... You will reap a harvest if you do not give up. One day in a later season. Look, I, I, I truly believe there's people here today that, that, if, that you could grab a hold of this simple concept. It would revolutionize your life. And all of a sudden, man, years from now, you're going to wake up and realize your discipline, your, your seemingly small choices today were never wasted. Right, you wake up and all of a sudden you, your marriage is better. Better than you ever thought it could be. You wake up and you realize well, there, there's a 67 pound difference between you and your mate that gave up. 67 pounds between guy number two and guy number three. <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> I found myself on the guy number three side. I, there was a couple years back, there was a dear friend of mine here in town, and, and uh, man, I am beyond impressed with what he's done. But a couple years ago, we started working out together. And I felt good about myself because I, I looked at him and I said, okay, well, he's, he's bigger than I am, so at least I can, at least I can do this. <laughs> Today, that guy can outbench me, he can outpress me, he can outlift me, he can carry me. I can't walk down these steps without my knees buckling and hurting, and he's out there looking all fit guy. I'm like, man, it was two years ago. We were working out together. I quit. He didn't. <laughs> Golly. But in the moment, at the time, it doesn't seem like it, right? So the same in your spiritual walk, guys. There's going to be decisions you make today. Decisions you make today that are going to radically change your life two years from now. In God's time, I, I, I hate to say two years from now because some of y'all are going to put a stopwatch on it. Look, it's in God's timing. That's the hard part. And, and, and look, in two years, somebody's going to look at your life and they're going to say, man, wow, you're lucky. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. You were faithful. You were consistent. Right? Because it's the small things that no one sees that lead to the big results that everybody wants. They're not going to see you overcoming your doubt every day. They're not going to see you rising above your insecurities. They're not going to see you failing and yet continuing to stand back up to try again. 
They're not going to see you praying and seeking God late into the night, waking up early in the morning just to draw closer to him. They're not going to see you enduring criticism from people that you thought were close. People that walk out on you, they leave you. They're not going to see any of those people that, that walk out on you and yet you still continue to show up with a heart of grace. They're never going to know about your grind, your perseverance. They're not going to know about the pain, the small, consistent details that you started doing every day. They're not going to see any of that, but they're going to, but look, <laughs> what they are going to see, they're going to see the seeds that you planted. And the harvest that only God can bring. Only God can bring them. As, I, as I'm closing up here, guys, I want to I invite the band back up. And look, I, I'm going to say this again. You, you reap what you sow. You reap more than you sow. And you always reap after you sow. Now, what I, what I don't want, you can't judge the success of every day by the harvest that you reap. That's what we do. We put forth our effort. We try, we try, and you can't judge the success of the day by the harvest that you reap. Rather, you should judge every day by the seed that you sow. What are you pouring into? What are you giving back to? The seed that you sow. Like you aren't successful when you achieve a goal someday. And that's why we fail. We're like, God, someday it's, it's someday, and someday just always seems too far away. But you're not successful when you reach a goal someday. You're successful when you honor God today. It's the small, consistent choices. You want more than this in life, and God wants you to have abundant life. I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly. And yet most of us, we don't walk in more than this. We walk in our efforts, there's got to be more than this. Don't be deceived, God cannot be ignored. Don't be stupid. <laughs> But here's the thing. Here's the, uh, the caveat to these laws. The reason I can say don't give up, because uh, again, for me, if, if I were to have heard a message like this years, years, years before, before I knew, like truly knew the relationship that I have with Christ, if I would have heard a message like this, all right, you reap what you sow. You reap more than you sow and you always reap after you sow, then that, that means my future is what it is. I know what I've planted. I know what I'm going to have to harvest. But there's a caveat. See, if, if there's one area where this law does not apply. One area where this law does not apply in your life. And, and this area is where you get something you don't deserve. And it's all based on, it's all because of the grace of God. The only one who stands outside of even the law. The guys, time and space, science, all of it, all of it will eventually, what it does is it always reveals the creator. We find these little things, we find these moments, these particles, and we think we've found the universe. We think we've found the reason, but, but I can promise you every single time, you wait it out, you watch, and you see, and you're going to reveal that there is a creator, a God who designed it all, who stands outside of the concept of time. And, and because of that, he can extend grace, even amidst a, a, a law that, that says you always, you always, it's true because it's a law, you're going to reap what you sow. And God says, I planted a different harvest. I planted a different harvest. You see, it's because of his love. It's because of who Jesus is. And even though you and I deserve destruction for our sinfulness, 
by the grace of God, we reap a harvest for a seed that we didn't even plant. God sent his son, his one and only, who gave his life so that there would be a harvest of people made new, made forgiven. (laughs) Some of you today are that harvest. Some of you today tuning in online, you're here, you're a part of that harvest. So what do we do? You recognize if if you're in Christ, Scripture tells us you're made new. His Spirit gives us strength. The old is gone. Behold, everything has been made new. And because we're in Christ, His Spirit gives us strength. And that strength, what? It helps us to do the right things, right? It's acknowledging Him daily. It's leaning in on Him daily. And as I do so, it helps me to make the right decisions daily. Walking in the Spirit, not gratifying the flesh, but rather spending time on our relationship with God. Not in my own power, not in my own strength, but by His. He makes me stronger than the wrong desires even in me. So then, because we know who we are, now we know it is what it is that that we need to do. We know who we are, we know what to do. And so now our purpose, our growth, it it increases exponentially. And by His Spirit, He helps us choose what we want most over what we want now. Guys, you reap a harvest of righteousness if you don't give up. Don't give up. give up I, I, I don't I don't know I don't know who needs to hear this right now tuning in online sitting here this morning don't give up don't give up don't give up don't 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 stop don't don't give up on prayer don't give up on praying. Don't give up on seeking God. Don't give up on believing. Don't, don't, begin, don't, don't give up on believing that somebody here, somebody here needs to hear the word of God and you've been believing for them for a long time. Don't give up on them either. Don't quit. Don't quit serving. Don't quit helping. Don't quit giving. Don't quit saving. Don't quit trying to climb out of debt. Don't stop fighting to stay pure. There's some of you here, guys, come on, man. I know that God is, there's some people here, man, that I know God has a future, a hope, and a purpose for you, unlike anything that you could ever even begin to imagine. And sadly, as I look out, I I see faces that are on the verge, on the edge sometimes, of just about cashing it in. They haven't seen the harvest. They've been trying. And guys, I'm encouraging you, don't give up. Don't stop believing that God will help you overcome that addiction. Don't stop believing. If you fall short today, look, that's okay. Get back up. Repent before God. Come before him and say, God, I need you now, obviously, more than anything. Don't give up. Keep seeking him. Keep pressing in. Keep saying yes to what's right and no to what's not. It's never easy and it's never going to be overnight. But you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. Guys, if y'all will stand with me this morning. Don't give up. Don't give up, guys. Heavenly Father, I come before you today, Lord, I thank you for lives across this room, for people tuning in online, Lord God, for those that just need to know, Lord God, that you're there. Father, I pray right now that your spirit would be evident in their lives, Father, that they would feel your presence, the fruit of the spirit, Lord God, that they would be able to, acknowledging you, building that relationship with you, they would walk in 
love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, Lord God, that that would be evident and abundant in their life, in your season, in your time, Lord God. And in the moments where it feels like it's not all happy, happy, joy, joy, Lord God, that we would continue to trust and have faith, even though our circumstances don't show it, that we stand upon the rock which cannot be moved. Lord God, we continue to put you first every day in our lives. To continue to plant seeds of righteousness consistently, Lord God, and trust that you're going to bring a harvest. Look across this room, if, if there's, with every head bowed, every eye closed, if there's one area, you know one area, and you're already thinking about that one area, man, I, I encourage you just to raise your hand. I want to pray for you. If you don't know that one area yet, I, look, I encourage you, don't let today go by without thinking about that. God, what is this one thing that I can plant a different seed? Heavenly Father, Lord God, across this room, for those tuning in online that have their one, Father, I pray. Lord, that you would help us reveal to us, Lord God, the seed that we need to plant instead of what it is that we have been. That we would make those changes daily, Lord God. That way in, 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 it, we may not see anything in, in weeks, Lord God, but that we would know, we would know, we would know, and we could thank you, Lord God, that, that one day in your timing we will reap what we sow. Father, across this room, Lord, I pray that people would see dramatic changes, Lord God, because of a choice, a simple, even small, seemingly insignificant decision made today. Not by our own strength, not by our own power, Lord God, but by yours and yours alone. Father, we thank you for the gift of your son. We thank you for the gift of grace that was extended to everyone, Lord God, so that we could all, if we would just call out, acknowledge who you are in our lives. Father, we thank you for abundant life that's here and now. More than this, here and now, Lord God. And I pray for that, Lord Jesus, upon everybody's life. It's in the name of your son we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hey guys, hold on, listen real quick before you leave, before you leave. Next week, I'm going to continue with this same series, more than this, but I'm shifting. We've been talking about the, the kind of the, the more than this that we, we need to acknowledge. We've got to recognize more than this. But next week, we're going to get into some application. Y'all got to be here next week as we talk about planting seeds of righteousness. Y'all have a wonderful week, guys. God bless you all. Look forward to seeing you next Sunday. God bless you.